ground running, uh, they took notice that this really is an issue. My name is Natalie Wilson, and I am the co-founder of the Black and Missing Foundation. I, I am Derricka Wilson, co-founder of the Black and Missing Foundation. So the Black and Missing Foundation is a nonprofit organization that brings awareness to missing people of color. Each year, there are hundreds of thousands of people of color who are reported missing, and we normally don't hear about them. So this organization has been created to help find them and to also provide a resource for their families who are looking for them. And when we started the organization nearly 12 years ago, 30% of missing persons were persons of color, and now that number has increased to 40%. So there really is a need um, to find our missing. We believe that these stories aren't sensational enough or they're stereotyped. Many times when a person of color is reported missing, they're believed to be involved with some type of criminal act. And normally that is not the case. I think we've come a long way. I'm not going to say I think. I know we've come a long way. We still have a long way to go. But just to make sure that these police reports are taken, um, that when the media contacts the police departments and asks for news stories to really push it out. And you have to be mindful. People are reported missing for a number of reasons. We know that sex trafficking is a big issue in our communities. Um, domestic violence, um, mental health. And that's those are issues that we aren't talking about. And that's why we exist, so we can actually push these images and the names out there. What are their names? message to parents, um, we do know based on FBI stats that more kids go missing in the spring and summer months. Spring break is coming up. What plans do you have for your kids? We know that a lot of children are latchkey kids, but talk to them about being safe. Talk to them about walking in groups and talk to them about being mindful, you know, who's, who their friends are and their surroundings. It's not a black issue. It's not a white issue. It's an American issue. And as I stated earlier, we're just trying to even the playing field. We are pushing the community forward to help us find us because there are hundreds of thousands of people of color reported missing around the country. And if we don't speak up for them, they're silent. Who will? Well, <clears throat> Well, brothers and sisters, you heard two sisters who started a foundation to help people of color because we don't know anytime, especially when you're black. And I always have to go make that reference towards black because a lot of times when you're black, everything is always pushed to the side and then pushed to the side again. And we still have 60,000 plus black women and girls still missing. 60,000 plus black girls and Women still missing. I reported back in, I, I believe it was, let me check this out. I believe it was back in November. 
I reported on this same issue. It was entitled, wait a minute. Let me get off in here so I can check this out. I want to make sure I give it to you properly because a lot of times when I don't give it to you properly, I hear crazy stuff. Let me find that for you guys. But I reported on Renell's Real Talk about the same topic. Let me find that topic. I think it was... Here we go. It was called Black Females Young and Old Disappearing and No One Seems to Care. This was episode 68, November 14th, 2019. That's episode 68, black females, young and old, disappearing, and no one seems to care. November 14th, 2068. Now, when you go back, you're talking about what? Almost five months. And I was looking on the, uh, I was looking up Google last night when I was getting ready for this and I, I could barely find anything in 2020. I had to go to YouTube and I found those two sisters. Uh, they had posted this, but that particular episode that's opened up the uh, podcast. They, uh, that was uh, listed as one month. So that goes to show you, they're not really pushing, looking, especially for people of color and especially if you're black, people of color. That's why you, you have to put pressure. My brothers and sisters, if you know anyone, you have to put have them or whoever put pressure on the people who could actually do some help. I don't know if they're going to do anything, but you still have to try. And we, we still have people missing from uh, 2010 and before. It's not just 60,000 black women missing uh, as of last year, no, this this is an ongoing thing. We're talking about at least over a decade and or more. That's why you have to push these agencies into doing something because, hell, you're paying taxes too. But if you feel that, you know, they're missing, they ran away from home, because see, they'll take it all, they're young, they probably ran away from home. And that may be, in some cases, it may be true. And then a lot of cases, it's not true. Or they'll look at it uh, like the young lady was saying, you know, oh, they'll look at it. Well, you know, they're probably uh, doing something bad. And that's not true either. But see, it's always, especially when you're black and brown, if you're missing, you probably done something you shouldn't have done. So you're running away from it. And that's how people think. But the other side, they don't feel that way, even when a lot of that is true about their community, but they don't feel that they don't feel that way. They still want help. And you should still want help as well. You're entitled to it because you pay for it like everybody else. And the sad thing about it, I know the coronavirus has really taken up a lot of resources and, you know, other things and it's also pushed everything as far as uh, people of color being missing, especially black uh, females I'm not going to forget my, my young brothers there there's black and brown 
young men as well. And, uh, but the thing about it, you know, who's out there doing anything? These sisters started an organization almost 12 years ago. And they're trying. You know, I think more black media probably needs to report a story on this at least maybe, you know, once a month or or keep it out there. We got to it's like you got to keep it alive. Can't just let it die. Our sisters and brothers are out there crying for help. Where is it coming from? When is it coming? Is it ever going to come? Just because it's not out there and it's not put in front of you, meaning that you should forget it. Just because the coronavirus is here right now. There's other things you could always think about. Say a prayer for our missing brothers and sisters that are missing. Churches need to step up on this. But, you know, we, we a lot of times when you're preaching prosperity messages. Or you just out of sight, out of mind type of attitude is always the worst because it's still there no matter if they're out of sight or out of mind, it's still there and someone needs to speak on it. It doesn't cost to speak up on something. Even try to look up some information on whatever your situation may be to try to do something to help bring some type of conclusion or closure to our 60,000 plus sisters that are still missing. Something to ease the minds of these families and clear up some type of situation. That's why I was like, what am I going to, well, I already, I, there's so many things I always report on in, 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 in COVID-19 I said, well, everybody else is reporting on COVID-19. Let me go back and, 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 and pull up something that I, I is pretty much hasn't been reported on. And that's why I said, well, let me just go out here and talk about my sisters that are still missing. And ask the public, maybe, to try to do something, I don't know. You have to figure out what you can do and what you can't do. But I wanted to keep it on the brain just in case to let them know no one's forgotten you. Not like that. At least your brother hasn't. But I know you have everything pushed aside, like I say, because of COVID-19. But, you know, we push this issue, which has been going on since before COVID-19. We've always pushing this issue behind. Because, well, it's not that important. And that's how these agencies are looking at it. Yeah, they're doing they're doing their job. They're coming across a clue. But they're not doing it maybe nearly as, as hard or putting uh, that real hard effort into it. And you hate to say it, but it's like when you when, when you see other people that don't look like you, a lot of times it's like, yeah, well, we're doing our job. We just, you know, but if someone don't look like you, you putting in, even, even though there's a lot of them missing as well. But when you black and brown, especially black, 
your efforts just get pushed aside almost to the edge. With COVID-19 and stimulus packages and the world, the country uh, pretty much being shut down. I know there's a lot of process, a lot to process. Uh, food, almost food shortages, uh, water, you know, people got to buy water. So, you know, you're looking at a whole lot of other things, but I'm looking at a whole lot of other things just like everybody else. But I still take the time to keep that on the brain because these are people who we don't know. We can't pronounce dead because we don't know, but they're missing. And that's all we do know. I, I had to put this out there because it was, I felt it was something that was needed to be said. Sometimes we need to take and put our own issues aside and think about others, especially if we're ever, and I mean, if we're ever going to grow as a people, we have to start thinking about us. Like what is, what is FUBU? For us, by us. We need to start thinking about us. And stop thinking about everybody else. Try to save us. When there's a war going on to get rid of us and people just don't see it. You got a bunch of smoke screens that's pasted on your eyelids to the point where you can't see nothing else. People give you a little something, be nice to you, but there's a war going on against us, my brothers and my sisters. I got this other little clip I'm going to play and then I'm going to close this out. But I want you to check this out. It's uh, by a sister. She was on uh, TED Talk. You guys like TED Talk, I'm pretty sure of. Uh, they won't have me on TED Talk because they know they, they don't want me to bring it. But I'm going to play this little clip by this sister. And I want you to check it out. I thought it was an interesting little story by her. And I'll post where you can find it. Wait a minute. Let me just, let me just cue this up right quick. Let me cue this up. She's telling pretty much a story. So here we go. Wait a minute. Here we go. Check it out. It was on Summer Street that the wind became a whining soul whizzing past the bleakness of the sidewalks to a place that inhaled funk and exhaled jazz. I was walking, leaving my friends at 7-Eleven to choose between dollar honey buns and Sour Patch Kids for $1.75. I decided to walk home by myself. I took in a breath full of arrogance and released it with my apprehensions, remembering kickboxing on Tuesday and Thursday nights. A newfound tenacity fueled by liquid courage set me ablaze Boston's dark, starless skies, making me believe I was as endless as the Empyrean I floated in. I fell down from the starless skies. Thrashing and burning. Drake was bumping in my earbuds when a white cargo van was creepily approaching. As it crawled, I watched and watched. I kept my gaze forward, hoping it would drown out the thoughts of what the driver in the van might be trying to do. But it came closer to me until it came to a complete halt. 
I glued my eyes to the pavement. But it was impossible to remain unfazed when the driver rolled down his window. We made eye contact as he cracked a smile, pulling up to the sidewalk beside me. Flash! This man was not asking for directions. Flash, why is he getting so close? Flash, run! I ran, not because I was afraid to end up on the back of a milk carton. I ran because I knew that this brown skin, nothing close to Aryan, would ensure that this brown face would never make it on the back of a carton of dairy. I was afraid as the night sky became airy, but there was no air left for me to breathe in. Shaken by apprehension, aware of the sexual invitation, filled with indignation, ready to swing with no hesitation, picked up the pace with deeper inhalations, run. Before I end up like Teresa Bunn, 21, black. She was seen last in November, but... Perhaps you can't remember, because the media decided to ignore her disappearance. Ten years later, her mother is left to implore to the nation to help find the one she adores. 33% of all missing children are black. But where the public falls flat is that these missing kids are only exposed in the media at a rate of 19%. I think I get the hint. Her body was found, strangled, and burned, and left in a garbage bin. Being black and women identified must be a sin. It has been inked in our skin since Sarah Bartman. I'm also talking about black trans women who are existing in a state of emergency. The life expectancy of a black trans woman is barely above 30. I thought this was America. Where the hell are we? A place... Where 46,000 black women are missing. Their names have dropped out of our mouths and sunken into the soil in hopes that they will grow into boabab trees. Maybe God will set their souls free and release them into the breeze. As I ran away from Summer Street, I must have found 46,000 souls fleeing when a breeze kissed my cheek. Home safe in a friend's embrace. I mentioned it to my mom on the phone the next day. Hi, mommy. I just wanted to call to say, I walked home by myself last night, and I didn't feel safe. It got to the point where I had to pick up the pace and run away. Thank you, mom, for the phone calls and the texts. I know when I was 15 and 17, I wasn't the best. I wanted to grow up, and now I realize all you wanted from me was a chance to grow up. I shouldn't have taken that for granted. I understand why you've been so panicked. Although the world can be cold, I've always had your hand to hold, so thank you, Mom. I hope that every black woman and girl will find a hand to hold, even during dark nights, when the air is cold. Even... When her shadow feels alone, she will have someone to strengthen her might. Someone who won't give up this fight. Thank you. My brothers and my sisters, that was a young sister. This particular episode, it's called, it's on uh, 
YouTube. It's Ted. It's Ted's talk. It was posted April 26, 2016. That particular piece was by a black, it says, well, titled Black Women Missing, Alexandria Ellingson. Black Women Missing, Alexandria Ellingson. That was TEDx Emerson College. That was a good piece. Beautiful. And, and it's true. You, you, you got to be very careful and you need to pass these type things on to your children. A lot of times we're so busy. We're not that busy, but we act like we are. And we have to pass on these type, pass on this type of information to our children. I know a lot of you do, but there's a lot of them that don't. And, and that's why, you know, when you see something, you start running. Uh, you get off the phone, but get your music out your head. You see something that ain't, call 911. Do something. It's what you need to do. Take pictures, do something. But you have to teach them. And if you're not teaching, shame on you as parents. Young or old. My brothers and sisters, I just wanted to drop that out for you. This is your brother saying, be mindful. Keep the faith. We're going to get through this COVID-19. Check out that information from them sisters from the opening clip. Peace out. This is your brother.